Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, sugar bushes? Welcome to another episode of Snacks Packs. Um, it's uh, and happy 9/11 yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never forget. I don't know if that's yeah, very sensitive. I, I don't. I don't know if uh, uh, I forgot what we were supposed to say. Yeah. What? Yeah. What uh, is it? Offend? So is happy. Do we say Merry 9-11 or, <laughs> or, um, or Happy 9-11? Yeah, ha- or Happy American Tragedies, to be inclusive. Um, I, I just saw, I literally just read a tweet that I completely agree with. Like, you know, 9-11 is obviously a tragedy, yeah. yada, yada, yada. But, like, a million people died of COVID. And yeah. we were like, that was annoying yeah. and inconvenient. <laughs> I'm like, dude, 3,000 people died in one day? Like, that sucks. I mean, but, you know how much America dude. loves to pick and choose their... Uh, pick and choose what yeah. you should remember? Because it's like, never forget mm. 9-11. And it's like, oh... But you're... do forget the Japanese internment. Yeah, for and those. do forget that, you know, people's grandparents were... Beat the beaten for being in a diner that was not meant for yeah. them. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. off, bro. Get out of here. Yeah, that's a good point. If you're going to tell really me not to make point. fun of 9-11, then start acknowledging the shitty things that this country has done to people of color. Yeah. Um, yeah, like how about uh, the state of Mississippi, its own capital, not having water? Dude, yeah. Have you been following all that? Dude, it's fucking... How? And you know what? Here, here's... Okay, this this is what pisses me off. It, I mean, besides every part of that whole situation, but yeah. like... I don't, I don't know what it was about Flint that made everybody, like, rally behind it. Yeah. Oh, actually, I know what it is, and this was what pisses me off about it. Uh, Michigan is a, a mostly blue state, and Mississippi is a red state. And I see all these liberals fucking posting about, like, ah, you know, fuck Mississippi. You didn't pay, you know, that's it's a shitty red state. Yeah. They did this to themselves. I'm like, that's a majority black city. Yeah. And, like... It's happening because it's a shitty red state, and they don't care about it. They're black populace. And also, and you, like, you, nobody you, seems to give a shit. Yeah, and you also sound exactly like conservatives when they're like, yes. well, that's what happens when you, you're in a yeah. blue state. You got Democrats in there. And it's like, yeah, I get it. Fucking conservatives, conservatives suck, and they're annoying. But also, like, if you're going to sit there and be like, we want equal whatever for everyone equality yeah. is that and like you got it i mean yeah. it's the people you disagree with too granted i don't think white supremacists and pieces of shit like that deserve uh any kind of sympathy or any sort no. but like your regular common fucking blue collar worker who isn't a racist piece of shit you know you should still care about them they're still yeah. even though you even don't see eye to eye in a red yeah. state yeah, yeah like, you should dude, still care about it's them. not their f- uh i saw this map today that was uh, billionaires from every state. I didn't realize. I knew that Coke was like big in Kansas. I forgot that he was from Kansas. Who? Charles Coke is from. Oh, Charles oh, Coke. oh. Okay. Uh, but Mississippi is the only state in the United States that has no billionaires. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm tracks. like Jesus Christ. That tracks. Uh, that makes the, sense. And then Alabama has the poorest billionaire. He's oh, only really? Worth Two billion dollars. Yeah. Can you imagine being the poorest billionaire? Like Alabama, <laughs> what a like, loser! Yeah, we've got a billionaire <laughs> from here, and they're like, "Yeah, but he's the poorest I mean, billionaire." He only has two billion. Yeah, two billion dollars. Our billionaire has two hundred <laughs> yeah. billion dollars. I bet my billionaire could beat up your billionaire. 
the fact that Elon Musk is 130 times richer than another billionaire makes me so yeah. inf- unfathomably mm-hmm. angry. I just want to rip his limbs off. I don't I know. I like got... the notion of once you hit, once you hit like, I don't know, $999, a million dollars, everywhere, every other, everything after that starts going back into the state you live in or, or, or social services or something you know yeah you know the thing we were talking about before we got on we were uh sharing videos of ukrainians blasting russians but the the thing that makes me really sad about the russian soldiers dying for this is they're not dying to make a man rich they're dying to make a man richer richer like he's already unfathomably rich and the guy's like i want more yeah and unfathomably power unfathomably powerful so he's like I'm just gonna send these kids, these dudes, these men to die because it's I just need, I need nothing. more money. I'm sorry, I need just it. for fucking crumbs. And yeah. like in the old days, billionaires like Rockefeller and the other ones I can't remember would flex nuts on each other by look at this badass museum I built. Yeah, it's free for everybody and it has all of the world's fanciest art in it. I mean, they probably stole yeah, from uh, yeah, native uh, cultures, but you know, majority. Now I'm like, where's my Elon Musk fact or my Elon Musk fucking yeah museum, uh, museum. or so, something like that? Something that talking? fucking you know benefits the services. community. Why aren't billionaires flexing nuts anymore? They're instead they're building yachts that have sub yachts that have sub yachts and rocket them. ships to fly to space for ten seconds. Uh, fucking fuck god you. fuck I'm, you go i'm like dude i would make all the millionaires look so bad by just how much money i'd be dumping in yeah. the fucking public oh yeah like you I, all look terrible also an idea that i have pitched for a, maybe a decade at this point that is starting to gain traction is my billionaire funded idea for uh, an abortion fortress have i told oh, you oh yeah this? we've talked i don't know if we've talked about the abortion you've told me about it but i don't know if yeah. we've talked about the abortion fortress <laughs> <laughs> on the pod <laughs> on the pod but basically for the viewers who haven't heard me pitch this uh the gist of it is that i would f- i would build a mega complex in a state where it is the most legally protected but closest to the state's like borders where it's probably not yeah so i was thinking it'd be somewhere like I think the good spot would be do it would maybe be like Illinois to Missouri or maybe on the southeast side of Missouri so you're close to a lot of those red states. Yeah. But the idea is it would it would generate enough money to be funded in per- perpetuity like uh, endowments would uh, do for universities. Yeah. And it would provide abortion service. It would provide all sorts of healthcare services yeah. free of cost and it would uh, also have an outreach program where they would like transport people who need it from out of states which now people are like okay that's that's a pretty good idea yeah yeah <laughs> See, it's, shit's it's, bad yeah, now it's pretty bad i mean it's a i mean transport you to and from uh yeah, to and a, the fortress part of it comes from it being a heavily the, defended heavily compound. yeah yeah i mean no fucking there's not gonna be an insurrection on this fortress let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> and we would have uh we would have a education program and we would be extremely loyal to our employees who would inculcate their own following who would you know like proselytize for the group and they would defend it with their lives and they would form a religion or something about it and get a tax exempt status and then yeah dude yes And I would just be, and then I'd start lobbying politicians, and you know, start being a real fucking problem, dude. Yeah, a real dude for I'm, 
people who are against inequality. You really? I'm like, what Batman should always yeah have been. should have always <laughs> have been, but instead he plays dress up and beats up like drug dealers, like, beats up. <laughs> like people who are just trying to make some money, baby. <laughs> He's like, oh, the filth that walks in the street. I'm like, they're poor, Batman. <laughs> they're just, they're trying to get their fucking, God, they're trying He's to, trying to, trying feed, to their feed, kids, feed their family, man. bro. Like, someone sold a little bit of pot and you broke both of his legs? Like, come on, dude. <laughs> Yo, Chill yeah, out. I didn't kill him. Yeah. <laughs> then, it's I, America, yeah, dude. I, dude. He's poor and now. It's, all, it's also like, uh, I mean, you killed him financially, basically. Like, he's not yeah, going to be absolutely. able to fucking pay for that. He's and probably going to have to commit more crimes to make some more money faster. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he won't kill the Joker because he's like, oh, it's not me, but he'll beat this guy to a fucking, an inch of his life. He'll beat a hundred random goons. It's so funny. He'll beat people up who are like, like, you know, some guy's loading a box in a warehouse, but yeah. the bad guy's yeah. warehouse, and he's like, fucking punches him in the back of the neck. Hits him with <laughs> a fucking like, battering. It's like, bro, take it and easy. Like, <laughs> like, you can These guys least... are like, ah, a Batman shaped figure attacking me. I'm going to swing on him. And Batman's like, utter brutality. Yeah, be like, bro, at least, like, hit him with a, I don't know, a stun gun or something. Make him. Even uh, then, still, like, like, no, no, Batman. Tranquilizer dart. Just suit. Go fucking fund healthcare and start lobbying politicians to fix the laws in your shitty town. Be a god, yeah. Eating everyone's ass. Be a god dang real hero. It's like uh, SMBC. Have you ever heard of that webcomic? They're super funny. I think one of the dudes who writes it's like a math professor or something. I think so, it's, yes. It's like a higher quality animation or art style of XK or yeah, XKCD. But uh, he has this joke about like if Su- uh, Superman really wanted to solve the world's power or problems, they just hook him up to a turbine and have him push it indefinitely because he has unlimited energy. True. And they're like, "Thanks, Superman. That was actually a way bigger help <laughs> yeah, than you than punching you've done everybody all the time." Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Instead of destroying the city and you know causing us millions and millions and billions of dollars of you know damages, throwing innocent people's cars, like you know, I mean, whatever. It would be a lot better. If it would you just be pushed ooh, yeah forever. Way better. Um, just solved the energy crisis yeah, in immediately instead of immediately. what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Now you're in, instead you're doing the same thing and not really helping anybody. Uh, not helping anybody at all. Another. Oh, I saw some movies, but we may not talk about them because I want you to see them. Have you seen everything everywhere all at once yet? Yes, I have. Incredible movie. Good. Yeah, it wasn't fantastic. Incredible. Reagan and I were crying a bunch at the end of that movie. It, it was, was really so, good. Yeah. I, I was like tearing up at two rocks shifting in gravel. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe what's happening. Yeah. This movie is unlike anything yeah, I've ever it, seen. Dude, it was it was definitely like I don't know, it wasn't I don't I didn't really know what to expect going into no. it. Because I like I nothing. I had no clue. I was like, I no. don't know what this movie's about at all. No. Uh, but I really liked the premise. I thought it was an incredible film. It Absolutely was incredible. Unlike anything, it was kind of like it, it was funny because it was only like a twenty-five million dollar budget, and I saw this Reddit comment that was like, "This is the best multiverse movie <laughs> in of the year," True. you know. And fucking True. Disney spent four hundred million or whatever to make some other multiverse trash, but like. I felt like it really used the concept and explained the concept of infinite universes like better than yeah. almost anything I've seen. I agree. And the uh, my favorite fucking part of that movie 
maybe. There's a lot of really good parts, but when he, uh, when that dude is like power bombing from in slow mo to like land on that butt plug. Oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, this is the fucking dude, best movie yeah. I've ever seen. I, I just can't believe this is happening. Thinking about stuff like that where you have to do that to fucking. Uh, jump and yeah. I, i'd be like i don't know if i want to do that though is the issue i was I, I figured it out pretty quick like after a little bit i was like oh they're doing something that almost never happens in their universe like yeah. something super weird and random and i like really love when she's like talking to one of the versions of her dad and she like wipes his snot and then like puts it in his mouth <laughs> <laughs> it was like the let's see the description of it calls it like a sci-fi comedy action and i was like what the fuck is this that movie is, yeah about? i mean and it was it is absurdist, yeah. it, it was an absurdist comedy drama Jesus. i'm like what are you doing and that, it really was it re- yeah no that really lived up to his name it had a budget of 25 million and made 25 a hundred yeah, 25 million that's a pretty like compared to today's standards that's nothing a multiverse film like that's yeah, yeah that is nothing with good effects yeah. too yeah really also good uh, shout out to jamie lee curtis for just dude i know to do the weirdest oh my shit god I, ever. I absolutely fucking love jamie lee curtis she was so what an weird icon. in that movie what an icon and not actually i, I don't want to spoil it for our listeners but her her scene late at the end of the movie her kind of like resolution with the main character the yeah. woman yeah is so beautiful and like really nice and i was like so surprised by that turn of things you know it was uh, the whole movie I feel like I could watch it over and over again. Like, it, I just feel like I need to, like, take it in more Yeah, and more. I, I was thinking the same thing, too. I'm waiting for it to come out to be able to rent or buy on, like, Amazon or something steal like it. that. I already, yeah, I already steal it too. pirated yeah. it. It's be, already piratable. That's not surprising Just go to YT, yts.ag. yts.ag? Yeah, that's Yiffy now. Oh, shit. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that at they've all. Got, they've got it on there. That's where I got it. Have you seen St. Maud? No, I think you told me. I to. told you about it. Yeah, Saint M A U D. I'm tr- I'm finishing Ozark right now, so another I'm, I'm distracted. Another, oh yeah, that was an A twenty four. Yeah, say it's another A twenty four film. Fuck, I need to watch this. It's pretty good. It's it is definitely like, I don't know. It is a, a interesting, interesting. Did film. you watch the one I told you to? Eyes of my mother or. What was the other one? Eyes of my mother. I remember I haven't I want I haven't seen Eyes of My Mother. I need to. I, I'm gonna Did you watch any movies this last week? I honestly don't. I did, but I didn't really watch anything that was like you know, remarkable. Oh, under the skin, that was the other under one. Under the eyes of my mother and under the skin. Those are two I need. The to Scarlett watch. Johansson yeah. one, yeah. I remember that. I need I need I'll to. try to watch Saint Maud this I week. I just I didn't I, I don't know, man. I like was watching I'm trying to think what I know I did watch movies this week, but they weren't like anything super crazy. I know I rewatched some of the uh Resident Evils only because I needed to put something on that like I didn't really care about and I could fall asleep to. because uh, they are that's god awful. God awful. Um I mean they're just such bad such bad movies. Resident the Resident Evil movies. They are. They are. So terrible. They really are. They're not good at all. Um Oh, did St. Maud St. Maud made a hundred one point four million in the box office? That's not a 
great number, but I don't know. It doesn't say no. what their budget was. It's a pretty good movie, though. It is super weird. It is. It's like really like what's happening right now. Um, but it's about a religious fanatic, basically. Dude, A24 is always clowning on the fucking always. Christian weirdos. I love it. Dude, they got so many movies like that. I'm trying to think what the hell. I watched a movie. It was either last night or the night before. I can't remember, but it was like interesting enough for me to be like, oh, this is what's happening. If I fucking remember, I don't know. I'm blanking. It's been. I just. I've been just at so many shitty movies this past week that I'm just like. They're all blurring together because I watched the Resident Evils and stuff like that. I finished yeah, like Devil in Ohio you. and stuff like and and that was well, not a terrible show. Not a uh, terrible show by any means, bro. I just saw a post on Reddit that was like, before the Amazing Race and Ninja Warrior, there was American Gladiators. Oh man, what a show! Do you oh, remember Mar- that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah American dude. Gladiators. Was God, sick. I still I still pine for the days of. Uh... Mer- uh, what is it? Deadliest Warrior? I think that's what it was called. Oh, yeah. Deadliest Warrior on uh, Spike. On Spike. Yeah. Dude. That if shit Spike, was so I don't dumb. Think, I don't think Spike's so still around, dumb. right? I'm pretty sure know. Spike's not around anymore. Because they have like a thousand Probably ways to best. die. Yeah. The yeah, man show, like all that shit. Para- Mancers. I yeah, love Mancers. Mancers. That's what it was. Yeah, Mancers. I used to watch that at like two in the morning. All, it was like night. the only thing that was on. And it was in between Girls Gone Wild fucking... Uh, yeah, promo infomercial things, uh, and didn't that dude? I mean, of course that guy is a piece of shit. But like, didn't that dude turn out to be like get arrested or something like that? I don't. Mm, yeah, Joseph Francis. I could have happened to that guy. Horrible, horrible. Yeah, man. you look. There's like... There's this joke in. I just finished the Good Place again because it's so good. Oh but yeah. There's this. There's this joke in it where. They're, he's like, I'm sorry, I just don't have the crew right now. They're busy training for when the guy who made Girls Gone Wild gets to hell. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, at various times he's been convicted of tax evasion, bribery, false imprisonment, assault causing great bodily injury, dissuading a witness, record-keeping violations, and pled no contest to child abuse and prostitution. Bruh. I hope those two things specifically are separate. Unrelated, yeah, same. No fucking way. He spent time in jail, declared bankruptcy under mounting legal issues, clouded by controversy, and then Girls Gone Wild was sold to investors in 2015. Uh, what At if- some point, someone broke into his house and held him at gunpoint and told him to disrobe. Nice. Film a humiliating video. Nice. And, and uh, I'm just like, ah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, kinda, <laughs> yeah, you kind of really deserve that. Um, what, dude, such a fucking, like, the early 2000s and 90s. The guy who did it wrote a book about it. Really? He wrote a book about doing this. Did he ever get, like, in trouble? He got nine years in prison. Oh, shit, yeah. That, I don't know if it's nine <laughs> years in prison worth. Um, but if you did your time, write a book about it, dude. Fuck it. Why yeah, not? Make yeah, yeah, make your money. Make your money. Um, Making money off of Joe Francis' naked body? That's fucking poetic. That's Yeah, the <laughs> best thing you could ever do. Uh, the early 2000s and the 90s were really a fucking, uh, like, the 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 pinnacle Shocking. of fucking exploitation. Yeah, white male. Yeah, white male yeah, exploiting yeah. anyone they can. It was bad. It was. Yeah, I mean, that was the... Uh, 
uh, Woodstock '99. Yeah, Woodstock '99. Really Girls Gone Wild. Is anyone up? Like it was, it was peak scumbag hours. It was like you could be the biggest piece of shit, and it's yeah. like I'm glad it's not like that anymore. <clears throat> I, I mean, mean, yeah, it, it is, not but as, like not as public. Yeah, he yeah, is yeah. also banned from television. Is he really? Let's see. Wait, no, no. It's, no, no, I misunderstood. He made a show called Banned from Television, which was basically just Girls Gone Wild before he made Girls Gone Wild. Oh, really? What a piece of shit. So he got blackmailed. He got bankruptcy. Before he could be captured on a warrant, he fled to Mexico where he could be protected against extradition. How, um, how do you get protected against extradition? It's a civil case. Oh, okay. I was saying... Civil charges so that Mexico Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he still lives in Mexico. Really? He was arrested in 2022 for spitting in the face of and grabbing the throat of a female house guest after he tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, wow. Dude. This guy is... Dude, a, what a, a fucking piece of shit. Uh, he's, like, dedicated to just yeah, being the worst Yeah, to being a person. fucking scumbag. God, that it, was in 2020. That was the last update from that piece of shit. And it also, it, it's like watching people like this, like just do whatever they want and fucking like be the worst person and treat everybody like they're nothing and get no reper really no repercussions. Yeah, he got you know jail time for whatever, but he's living his life in Mexico and fucking doing whatever now. Yeah, he looks like God, an awful that's person. Crazy! Wow, this is like insane. Absolutely awful person. So, what's been new? He in, is the bad place. Yeah, yeah, he is the bad place. So, what's been new in old Pennsylvania? Uh, nothing really. I mean, just getting by. I need to. Uh, I'm working on all the stupid fucking adult steps of moving across the country, like. Getting my driver's license in a new state and transferring my title and registering and uh, I need to, I had to move my insurance. There's some other bullshit I need to do. Adult horse shit. It just sucks. Yeah. I think Saturday we're going to try to go, I got a tip from one of my customers at my job. This dude's like 50 something. And he told me that he does the... Medieval, medieval reenactment like fighting. Like, oh, really? Actually, they like hit each other, yeah, real yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. with armor and everything. That's tight. And yeah, so he was telling me about it, and he was telling me about there's like a chapter kind of in my area. They're like an hour away in New Jersey, but I'm thinking on Saturday we might go and try to watch an event, watch watch 400 fucking nerd, old nerds beat each other's ass with swords. Dude, that's tight. Yeah, there's a there's a gal on my. Uh, that I think we follow each other on TikTok who does that and they just they really go at it sometimes. Uh, it's insane. Yeah, I mean He said they shoot ballistas at each other. I was like <laughs> it's like that's I a feel little like, yeah, much. That's I feel like the your odds of accidentally killing each other are a little bit higher if you're shooting yeah. a ballista at somebody. Um I can yeah. imagine it's a really dull, like not pointed tip or whatever but still dog like that's i mean it's moving and it's heavy yeah. i don't want to get shot that's a wee bit scary yeah and also yeah. i don't know just i've seen people just get fucking decimated on those fields like just taking a straight axe to the forehead like a blunt like he that's gotta 
That's got to hurt. That's got to rock ring your bell for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like it's like getting I've a seen full face punch. Videos of like Russian competitions like that and they're like mega brutal. Yeah. But these are like from what I saw, a lot of the people in it are like older. They're like 40 plus, really? 50 plus. Yeah, which yeah. really surprised hell of me. So they're probably not they don't have as much Wailing yeah, power, yeah. You, you know said, I mean? yeah, you said the dude was fifty, and I was like, "Damn, he's fifty something, and still fucking." They're all like that. Yeah, there was, he sent me this. He told me this like clip to look up. It was like an NBC covered it, and like almost everybody there looked a, on the older end. I was really surprised. Damn, I didn't know that. That's crazy. I, I know. Mean, I wonder if it's kind of like. They don't want anybody young in it because yeah, because like, just get the, get the shit beat <laughs> like, out that of that dude has way too much energy. He'll destroy <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, he's got too much stamina. He must be, he, kick him out. We don't want him here. Make him leave. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Any, ex- anything else? What were you saying? Oh, I'm just excited for you to cover your thing this week because I've been trying to think of not super deadly things. Yeah, and, I, and, uh, and struggling. So the the biggest portion of my story is um is like the reasoning this thing happened kind of like what led up to it the 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 quote-unquote disaster itself is short but i mean it's it's a it's a good length of notes but it's it's not you know it's not as bad as fire fest mine is yeah Yeah. it's not as bad as fire fest but it is you know it's it's pretty bad um, it's you not. Mean the it's greatest. not as delicious. Yeah, as, Fire as Fest. delicious. That's that's the word I'm looking for. It's I not as delicious that. as Firefest. That to me is one of the crown jewels of this season, just because Firefest is so dude it's it, stupid. Like I never thought you could create such a catastrophe <laughs> no. that would that would like make no. me be like, this is good. This is you know what <laughs> everyone here deserved this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. A hundred years ago, that whole event would have gone off without a hitch. Yeah, in 1920s, you would have just done all that, made it up, swing a ding ding. Everyone would have had a good time. Maybe ten hobos would have died. No yeah. one would have cared. But now, in this day and age, I just I was like, no one googled this motherfucker. No one credit checked him. Yeah, like, if it's so for stupid. real, and it's like if so I would if this guy was like, I'm putting on. I am putting on a event exclusively for the one percent, and it was some dude I'd never heard of. I would have been like, "Yeah, uh, How are you yeah, do that? who are you?" <laughs> like, and I love that his solution to everything was just to party. It was like, and it was oh, I know, I, I got a party like in the middle of it failing. Like, yeah, it was it, the time has still run partying, out. Like, party, 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 party it up. We got a party. The only way we're I mean, going to get that through point, this is like, a party. Fuck it. Yeah, honestly, if you're like, what are you gonna do? Like, you're what you gonna start you gonna, trying? Yeah, start trying and, and throw a concert mid disaster. It's not gonna happen. You just cut your losses and call it good. Cut your uh, losses and call I'm, it good. I'm going first this week, and because uh, I looked it up beforehand. Nice, you know, nice. To, yeah, I checked. We love, but see yeah, it. I mean, I don't, I don't really have any updates. I've been playing Destiny Two, which like simultaneously is. One of the most fun gunplay game gameplay games I've ever played, but has such a hostile, horrific interface and design that I'm like furious that I even play it. It's such yeah, a piece of shit. I never it got such a piece of shit. I never got into uh, never got into Destiny. I've been playing. Um, I haven't really been playing Rust that much lately either. I've kind of like. I really enjoy Rust, and I really enjoy, like, the building aspect and, like, having to get everything done and, you know, really working to get weapons and stuff like that. But it's also, like, every, like, like the servers I play that are limited kill on site where you can actually get things done and not get blasted fucking just walking away from your base. 
it's like they they wipe every two weeks. So I'm just like like, What's I, the point? I yeah I spend all this like once a month would be great, but like I spend all this time getting these blueprints, getting this blah 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 blah, and then it, I have to redo everything in two weeks. And I'm just like, man, I don't know, it's a fucking pain in the ass. Uh, I started playing yeah. Cyberpunk though again. Um, I saw that. I saw that. Start- it looks fun. I kind of want to play it, dude. It is. It's a good. It is. It, it looks I, cool. I don't know how better the how better the consoles are now. Like I know, really, console was the biggest. Like last gen consoles were the biggest issues with Cyberpunk. That's where most of the grief was coming from. I know they did a ton of updates. They just did a new update, and like I've noticed a difference in my play because this is my. I played through once, beat it. And then I started a second playthrough and got like halfway through, and that's when I stopped playing. And now I'm doing a third playthrough on a different because there's three different quest lines. Like there's Corpo, oh. Street Kid, and Nomad, and uh, so I'm playing it this third time as a Nomad. But there's been a few glitches here and there where like I'll hit something invisible and fly up in the air and then just land and be like, okay, cool, that was fun. But I would look up some threads on how the console. Yeah, of the game is before you spend money on idea. it, or wait till I it's mean, on I, sale yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah, out and paste. You can already buy the PS4 version for twenty bucks. Yeah, Walmart. that makes sense. That makes or eleven dollars on eBay. <laughs> that makes perfect. Jesus. Yeah, that makes absolute sense because it was it got a lot of got a lot of hate. I mean, it has a three point eight, which I think is a fair review overall, and. uh it was it was just a little big little big for its britches. Yeah, I think big. I they they had high ambitions. Um high ambitions, but I also think like it's a pretty it's a pretty decent game. Like one of the really things I really like that makes it a little more immersive is like the people you do missions with will like call you and be like, Hey, I'm a fixer, which is basically like a dude who hires mercs and be like, I got a job for you if you want it, blah 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 blah. But you can also they'll like text you, like the main story people too will text you. And be like, hey, I'm going to go look at some things over here, blah, 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 blah. And you can, like, respond to them. And you can have, like, a text message thread between you guys. And it kind of makes cool. it to where you, like, care about the people that you're playing with a little bit more. Where you're like, oh, yeah, oh, we cool. had this fun text message interaction. It's like when you go bowling with Nico's cousin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think I like it. I like it a lot. I'll have to check it out. I love uh, this... Uh, this a the, did you see that post on r slash catastrophic failures of Taliban pilots attempting to fly yes. that black and <laughs> just smashing it into the ground, dude. I uh, saw one video of it from other Taliban's point of view, like they were holding the camera and they like watch it crash and they're like, <laughs> I guess when <laughs> they you don't s- say anything, when, they're when just you've like, seen Ugh. so much shit happening. I can only assume you're just like, well, eh, there that goes. They're like, well. So we had four. Yeah, now we've got three. <laughs> now we've got three. We're better off than the Russians, though. So, yeah, true. That is kind of insane. Fucking it's like <laughs> ridiculous. And it's funny to watch that video because I don't care that anybody died in it. Yeah, true. It's, it's, it's the Taliban. Yeah, it, it, who fucking cares? Yeah, sweet. <laughs> it's the best best case scenario did, for a helicopter. I mean, crash video. yeah. Do they have two pilots and one crew? Oh yeah, two pilots and one crew member. It's like also. Like play stupid pilots. games, we yeah, yeah, pilots. <laughs> like play stupid games, win stupid prizes. It's like you don't have any experience flying this helicopter, and you're gonna get in and give it a whirl and see how it goes. Like that sounds like the worst idea I've ever heard. 
I mean, I don't know. Like, seeing... I, I don't even think, based on what I was seeing, like, from the video, I'll be really surprised if it was actually a pilot error. It's probably <clears throat> maintenance. Because they, they, they don't have parts. They, they don't, they don't they have parts, parts, and I would be hard-pressed to think that when the U.S. pulled out and left all that shit there, they didn't they didn't do something to it to where it couldn't fall in the hands it doesn't, of, I mean, like... It doesn't matter if it falls into their hands. I mean, first of all, that was... It was technically the Afghanistan National Army's yeah, equipment. true. And it doesn't matter, because we're not going to sell them parts, so it's, it's just going to fall yeah, out of the sky they, I in, mean, like, a month. Yeah. You know, it's not, gonna, it's not barely going to work. That's fair. Like, it takes a lot of fucking infrastructure to keep one Black Hawk helicopter in the, Yeah, in running. the air, like, it also... And it's the Taliban. You, ha- <laughs> you have no fucking, no known skilled mechanics that work on helicopters. Let's say parts aside. Yeah. Let's say you could get parts. Like, you have no... Anyone who has knowledge of this. Like, there's no, no way you're keeping that thing in the air for more than... You might get a test flight in, but other than that, after that, something's going to break and you're done. You're, it's never and you don't have again. anyone to train yeah. anyone on any part of it, like flying it, fixing it, moving it, fueling it. Yeah, it's not happening. Yep. Plus, where are they going to get fuel? What, that what too. The fuck? No. Who cares? That, that a bunch of right wingers always made a big deal about that whole thing, and I was like, "You guys are stupid." Oh, <laughs> what, leaving leaving it in the hands? Yeah. Not... They're like, "Oh, now the Taliban's in a, a powerful military." No, they're not. No, and it's like no. they're also like, "What about the weapons?" And it's like, "You did you think that the Taliban didn't have access to weapons before?" Yeah, like we were, people were getting guns. Yeah, people and also, guns. yeah, and and also, you know, before this whole thing started, where do you think the Taliban got most of their guns? From the United States. So, yeah. yeah, It's like, okay, you guys are fucking stupid. Anyway, you want to start? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm covering the 2022 or 2020 Beirut explosion like I said I would last week. I didn't change my mind. I actually did it. Okay. Uh, It was a little different because we – or not that different, actually. Yeah, we've covered a couple different explosions. We did the Halifax one. And the Cleveland Clinic one kind of started as an explosion. Yeah. I think that counts. Yeah, technically. And, uh, and then the Kursk exploded, which is, you know, it's but it's that wasn't really yeah. the whole disaster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This one uh, is also different because it happened two years ago. Uh, got a bunch of different sources, CNN, Al Jazeera, LA Times, UN, BBC, and some other shit. Um, as always, starting with a little bit of background, which is admittedly bleak, and all of it is admittedly bleak. Tough. I'll just warn you guys now. Tough. Um, so Lebanon was already, which is where Beirut is, is already in a, ba- a pretty bad place in 2020. The government had defaulted on its foreign debt, and the Lebanese pound uh, was plummeting while the hospitals were overrun from COVID, and they could not pay their workers. The Damn. largest COVID facility in the country was actually about to hit full capacity. I mean which is their largest hospital and it's also in Beirut. Um, I can't imagine the, I can't imagine being a healthcare worker at that time like no, especially bro. in a failing state. Yeah, like, yeah, like again I don't know. I say what a I fucking nightmare. Healthcare workers are a different breed here in the US, but like healthcare workers and like countries Lebanon, yeah, Lebanon countries that Lebanon, don't have the yeah. infrastructure, dude, no. I like you are you have a permanent place in heaven through all of your lifetimes so like what you're because of what you're doing uh the okay so we're starting in the port of Beirut which is a vital link for the country's economy 
had four basins, 12 warehouses, and a huge 120,000 ton grain elevator that was built in the 60s, grain silo elevator. Mm-hmm. So in 2013, the MV Rosas, which is a boat, it was a Moldovan cargo ship, sailed from Georgia to Mozambique with 2,800 tons of ammonium nitrate. Mozambique here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is primarily used, uh, ammonium nitrate is primarily used as a nitrogen fertilizer, but it's also a major ingredient in ANFO, an industrial explosive. That's basically what Timothy McVeigh used for the Oklahoma bombing. Oh, shit. Um it's yeah, it's a critical component in explosive. Actual ownership of the ship is a little weird. Um, people thought it was like this Panama company, but it was this Russian oligarch who effectively owned it. But it was actually discovered that a man from Cyprus, which is called a Cypriot, uh, owned and uh, actually owned the company, and the Russian was just leasing the ship. Um, but the ammonium was supposed to be used for a big mining operation in Mozambique. The ship made it to Beirut, um, and for reasons unknown, I don't, I couldn't see anything about why it was specifically in Beirut because it wasn't really supposed to. Yeah. Uh, some say it was because of in- engine issues. Uh, other people claim that it was because they didn't have the money to pay the uh, Suez Canal toll, which I guess I also didn't realize that's how that works. Yeah. You like, pay a toll. I don't know. I don't that, know. How uh, I yeah, I didn't worked. know. I, really I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't think. I thought you just passed through, like. <laughs> but Panama just does that as a service to the rest of the whole world. Thank you. Uh, yep. <laughs> so either way, the ship is there. Yeah. And they were supposed to take on a shipment of heavy machinery in the port, and they stacked the machinery on the cargo doors that were over the ammonium, which buckled the doors and damaged the ship. Port control inspected the damage, deemed the ship unworthy for sailing, and was forbidden from leaving. They had eight Ukrainians on board and two Russians, uh, but the Ukrainian government got five of the people back home, and they left four people to care for the ship in uh, Beirut. They left three Ukrainians and one Russian captain. The captain had actually been picked up from Turkey after the last crew mutinied over not being paid. So this ship does yeah, not have— dude, it's not going well. It's not uh, great, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Russian who owned the ship— uh, that I mentioned before that I didn't bother to name because we'll just forget. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, he went bankrupt and just gave up on the ship. They just left it. There. See you later. They just they just left it. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I, I mean. With a boat. <laughs> like, uh, there's this joke in The Good Place where, uh, like, Eleanor left her car in a parking lot or in an abandoned uh, parking lot because the check engine light came on she just gave up on it and i was like i was like this is the billionaire equivalent yeah it's like ah i mean it's like it's like those uh those videos you see of like like supercars being left with dust covered on them in parking garages in like dubai and stuff like that yeah Yeah. crazy fuck you dude Um, but yeah (laughs) so uh, the ship ran out of provisions because the people had to just live on the ship the whole time and um, they ran out of provisions, and the crew wasn't allowed to leave because of immigration laws. And by t- February of 2014, Lebanon seized the ship due to over $100,000 in unpaid bills. Nice. Which doesn't sound like a lot if you own a ship that big. Yeah, I, I don't know. but uh, whatever. Yeah. 
Uh, so the captain of the the Russian captain of the ship asked the embassy, the Russian embassy, for help, and they like snarked back at him. They were like, "Do you expect Putin to send special forces to get you out?" I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> fuck you." There's lots of avenues yeah, to get yeah. me out. What you are don't you need talking to send about? Special forces, dude. Is that all you guys know? Give me Is a bus ticket, like like <laughs> like just start small. Like, what do you want? What do you want us to stage a coup in their country? Yeah. And start bombing all of their infrastructure? You're like, no, no, just, just like a helicopter. Yeah, or would something. Be fine. <laughs> uh, lawyers eventually argued for the rest of the crew to get out uh, under the uh, argument that uh, the materials on the ship were very dangerous to be stored, and uh, they were allowed to leave after living on the ship for a full year. Damn. Uh, uh, which amazingly, the Russian oligarch paid for their uh, trip back, which I was like, "Really? A weird, nice thing to do yeah. in the middle of all that? It's kind of your fault they yeah. were there, but I mean, whatever." At least you made your made your amends, I guess. Amends, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so got them out of there. The ship took on water during a heavy storm in 2018 and just sank in the harbor, and they just left it there. Which I was also surprised. I was everything about this. I was like, "Huh, I didn't know you could do yeah, that you over could, and over again." Maybe it's one of those like, things where like there's no rules against it because no one's done it. So they're like, "All right, yeah." yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I was reading that the, it was like a little bit out of the way. So they're like, "Yeah, just go around fuck it, it yeah. fuck it, and whatever." They're fine. Uh, so also probably awesome for the local environment that a whole ship just sank, but um. The cargo was brought on shore beforehand and had been stored in a warehouse where it would stay for the next six years. Not that no one knew about it. Customs officials associated with the port and warehouse repeatedly asked judges in 2014, 15, 16, and 17 what they should do about it. They received no responses to their 18 letters and inquiries. In one of their uh, 2016 requests, they were begging for a response, citing the intense danger of keeping the goods in the non-climate-controlled warehouse. So uh, this is like if the Titanic, if they like plotted a course to the iceberg <laughs> the, and just went there the whole time. No arguments. Um, on August 4th, 2020, at around 5.45 p.m. local time, a fire broke out at the warehouse. The warehouse also housed 23 tons of fireworks Holy right, next shit. To, right next to the 2,700 tons of ammonium, right next to five rolls of detonating cord, and barrels of hydrochloric acid and kerosene. That was what was in the unclimate-controlled warehouse. Hey, this is, our yeah, I was like, this is our bomb-making <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> We're just shifting whatever yeah. we can in here to yeah. blow it up someday. Oh, it's, explo it's explosive. Put it in the warehouse over there. Yeah. Uh, only explosive. <laughs> next to the fireworks. Yeah. Put it next to the fireworks. Uh, Climate crew... control, who needs it? <laughs> no, nah, we don't yeah. need that. The roof was also... I found this one video. I can't remember who reconstructed it. I think it was a Dutch intelligence service. But they uh, showed that, like, the roof had been, like, partially caved in. It was raining through. Like, water had been pouring in for a while. Like, it was just so uncontrolled. Jesus Christ. They sent a fire crew in who responded in about ten minutes with nine firefighters and one paramedic. Um, but a re immediately realized that something was fucky due to the intensity of the blaze and also was making a bunch of crackling sounds. Yeah. It sounded suspiciously like five tons yeah. of fireworks <laughs> being on fire. Uh, the lieutenant at charge at the time didn't want to send his crew 
until they knew what was in the hangar. So we talked to like a state security officer responsible for that. And the guy was like, it's only the five tons of fireworks. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry Which about it. Which I was it. like, I don't know. That uh, seems still, I'd be like, oh, like yeah, a yeah. lot. I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't think, do we go and put out a fucking firework factory on fire? Or do you just wait, you know? Like, it doesn't seem safe at all to get no, not at anywhere all. near. You see that video with like that Mexican fireworks factory yeah, going up? Yeah, it's dude. Obvi- spectacular yeah. <laughs> but there's it doesn't seem like there's any way to put that out no fuck at no. all no like you can't fly a plane over and dump anything on it because nope. it's like anti-aircraft yeah it's just shooting up in the air it. at you uh they obviously weren't able to have much effect on the fire at all uh because and it was only 12 minutes later at 607 that a large explosion went up which was mostly just the fireworks um, this exploded without the, with the force of about one to two tons of TNT, which I thought was funny because I was like, okay, well, I yeah. guess ten tons of TNT is two or yeah. ten tons of fireworks is two tons <laughs> of TNT. Got it. Um, and it sent up a massive cloud of crackling smoke and damaged the warehouse structure severely. Uh, this uh, led to uh, the fire getting a big inrush of, uh, inrush of oxygen as the roof opened up. And 33 seconds later, a much, much more substantial explosion occurred that was roughly equivalent to 1.1 kilotons of TNT. God that, damn. It was an explosion so large it could be felt in Israel and Cyprus over 150 miles away. Jesus Christ, and bro. I wanna, it's hard to convey how massive an explosion this is. Yeah. The, the Davy Crockett nuclear recoilless rifle that the military made back in the 60s. It was designed to be uh, basically a bazooka that shot a nuclear weapon from the back of a jeep. And it had, it was one of the smallest nuclear weapons ever made. And it has the force of 20 tons of TNT. So this explosion was 500 times more powerful than the most, than the smallest nuclear weapon created. Like a nuclear explosion was smaller i mean i'm sure you've all remember when this happened yeah and seen the photos but like watching like i'm looking at videos of the explosion happening again from different angles and like it it you see the cloud and then it's just like the shock wave and as like yeah as the shock waves going you're watching the roofs of buildings be ripped off bro like at this you know the speed of sound yeah it's insane so gnarly i I remember when the video came out I, or like the videos came out, I was like, "That is a kiloton level explosion." Yeah, like, that. like it, I've, it, I've seen so many videos of nuclear bombs. Yeah, exploding. same. I was like, "That is huge," and it made me like kind of worried at first because I was like, "What the fuck?" Just, yeah, what the fuck could have done that? Yeah, what the fuck? Could, like, if something like that was on purpose, it would be like a world a destabilizing yeah. event. Yes, yeah, like yeah. that would be so bad. This so is like, I was a little worried. If, yeah, if that was like a, a intentional attack on somebody, that's like World War Three territory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, the it was the equivalent to a local 4.5 on the Richter scale earthquake. God damn. It was the sixth largest accidental non-nuclear explosion in human history. Wait, you said it was the world's largest? Sixth largest. Six, what the fuck is the first one? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Halifax. Oh, really? Oh, a <laughs> Halifax was three yeah, kilotons. True. The Halifax was which a is... fucking devastating explosion. <laughs> <laughs> that, and we're just lucky that was so long ago, and there just wasn't a bunch of shit to Dude, explode because yeah, that was. I can't huge. imagine the footage that would have came out of the Halifax explosion. That shit would be yeah. terrifying. 
uh, a lot of the data that came or came from social media videos, and they used that to determine how fast the shock wave was traveling, which I thought was really yeah, that is that's crazy. And I mean, there are a lot of shocking videos of it, like dude, yeah, the, like there's that video of the BBC was doing like an interview with someone when in, when they were like a mile from the explosion, yeah. and and there's like a wedding that gets fucking leveled by it. I remember this one where these three girls are like. Because there's the first explosion. This was what was really bad. That first one was pretty loud, and a lot of people ran to their doors and windows so, yeah, to see yeah, what yeah. was happening. And then the second explosion happened, and these girls were, like, running up to the door to see what happened. And then some of them are running, like, back. and But one of them doesn't make it back far enough, and they're pretty close to the door. And oh. it funneled the explosion through the door, and she gets launched, like, 40 uh, feet across bro. the room against the back wall. It was it was yeah, insane. Yeah, that's devastating. That's devastating. And, like, all the videos were insane because, like, there's so many, like, personal little vignettes, uh, vignettes of, yeah. like, people's lives exploding. Oh, yeah, like, 100%. It, it's insane. Dude, uh, um, tell Reagan I like her outfit. I like the color of that dress. It's very cute. Braxton says that he likes your outfit, Reagan. <laughs> um, so the actual shockwave of the explosion traveled over six miles. Dude, I can't. Uh, I just I can't fathom something like that happening here. Like I in a city, in no, a city, like it's a, so a weird. highly populated city. What's the what is the population? Like we're talking about nine eleven. I mean, this is nine eleven today, and yeah. I'm like this. Th- that wouldn't even be close. An explosion like the Lebanon thing happened at where at the twin towers. Like it'd be unbelievable. Um, I actually don't know what the population looks like. Six point eight million in twenty twenty. Tiny little country too. Yeah, that's a I, lot. Of people. Yeah, that is a lot of people. But like that dense of a city and a yes. explosion of that caliber. That's that's again. If there wasn't videos of it, I couldn't picture it in my head. No. Uh, two hundred and eighteen people were killed, which was way lower than I would have thought. And it was because it was in an industrial district warehouse yeah. out, you know, by the sea. So they the, got really lucky on that. The best place for that kind of explosion to happen. Yeah. You know. I mean, the se- well, probably like the second best place. Yeah. You put it like in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> where people are. Yeah. Uh, over 7,000 people were injured. And I found a stat that said 150 permanently disabled, which is still less than I thought. Yeah, I uh, no, I expected the, the, the I mean, numbers yeah. to be way higher. When I saw that number, or when I saw that explosion, I was like, that had to have killed thousands, thousands. of people. Yeah, thousands. But it, they got really lucky that it didn't. Um, all ten of the first responders that was sent to uh, put out the fire died. Okay, uh, I thought the, you were about to say they survived, and I was like, "You're no way, no you're way. misled." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the lieutenant in charge said that they only found pieces of the fire truck as big as a hand. That was all that was left of it. Like it was, they were completely sublimated, basically. Um, the explosion destroyed a section of the shore and left a 400-foot-wide crater that was 115 foot deep, which is also insane. Yeah, that's, like, that's a football field. Yeah, that's fucking... A football field shit. you could put a 10-foot ten fo- ten store or a 10-story building in. Just a hole in Can't the city fathom. now. Can't fathom. Nope. Uh, the Like I said, damage was six miles away. Over 77,000 homes destroyed, leaving 300,000 people homeless. Which was extra bad because the grain silo was right next to I, and it was destroyed along with fifteen thousand tons of grain. Damn. Which left the entire country with less than a month of grain in reserve. 
Um, luckily, silos like this are technically hardened structures, so a good chunk of it wasn't destroyed, and that actually saved a lot of Western Beirut from the worst of the blast. Oh, shit. Yeah, Damn. which is kind of insane. Yeah. Uh, it caused over $15 billion in damage, it damaged 90% of the hotels in the city and, and two hospitals, and completely destroyed three more. The city's largest hospital was a kilometer away and damaged so badly that they had to treat the patients in the streets. Um, 15 of the 200 people died were patients for, uh, who died from their ventilators shutting down, which Holy is, shit. that sucks. Yeah, That's that is fucking, fucking sad. Uh, oh yeah, I had this clip that showed this ship that was in the port. You don't have to have the audio, just, it was just like this, because it was better than a picture I could find of it. That show is like what it did to that ship, um, nearby. But, so nations all over the world rallied to provide aid. Uh, search and rescue teams from Netherlands, Turkey, and the UK showed up. Food and medical aid from Egypt, Qatar, and Kuwait. And the Israelis were very quick to iterate that they did not blow up Lebanon. They were like, guys, that <laughs> Hold on a second. was Hold not on a us. Second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the yeah. confusion. Tensions are high, but we did not do yeah. that. It's, yeah. Um, I don't wish we did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the, and then the world had a collective reckoning on storing tons of ammonium in shitty old warehouses, and large amounts were removed from storage in Egypt, Romania, India, and Senegal, which is good. Really good. I'm glad we learned from our, uh, less, I learned a lesson on that one. Uh, LA Times put out a video in 2021, a full year after the blast, which showed that little of the destruction, and that's what I sent you, uh, yeah. had been clear, cleaned up. In the video, you can see the ruptured silos with grain spilling out, just being eaten by birds yeah, and surrounded by wreckage. Yeah. And, uh, you know, most of it is just wreckage. They still haven't really done anything about it. Um, they did make a little statue out of some scrap steel as a monument, but the opinion was kind of divided, and most people were really just pissed off on it because they were like, look at the monument, and you're like, you didn't, do you it, fix yeah. anything you yet. Do anything. Yeah, you like, just put up the, put up the monument after you've fixed what, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um the in early twenty twenty two there had been plans to demolish the silos because they were crumbling, but the families of the victims opposed it because they wanted it to be a monument to what had happened, and they also wanted the city to or or the government to work on everything else besides that. Yeah. Uh the so because the families of the victims opposed it, the government backed off of the plan, and then a month later, mysteriously ish, there was a fire at the silo, and then the government that burned for like a month, and the what? government didn't really try to stop it, and then it just collapsed, and that which really pissed off a lot of the advocates because basically. A month. They basically looked like the government was like, oh, you guys don't want us to tear it down? Uh, okay. And then they just lit it on fire. Yeah. And, so we're going to yeah. light it on fire. Which is also, like, you know, the worst, most toxic way to yeah. have dealt with that problem, too. Gee, yeah, I see the statue that they built. It's like, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm like, not the time. Yeah, no. Please. Read the room. Of course, an investigation was opened that um, went into what caused all of this, and really the investigation itself is kind of hard to convey and could take an entire episode in itself to explain, but ultimately it's not good. 
Uh, Amnesty.org had an update from last year titled Lebanon, one year on from devastating Beirut explosion, authorities shamelessly obstruct justice, as Amnesty.org called that out. Um, The first judge in the case was actually doing a pretty good job. Uh, Then he was dismissed after he summoned political figures that were responsible for it. He's like, well, he wanted to summon them from questioning, and then they got rid of him. Second judge uh, was has also done had several requests to lift immunity and, of like for a lot of these political figures so that he can't question them and they have refused. It also includes senior members of security forces. Mm. Leaked documents indicated that customs, military officials, and the judiciary had warned the new government of the danger in the port ten times in the last six years. And, which indicated that government officials knew deaths could happen and chose to do nothing about it. Naturally. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of the – I mean, which is basically murder. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it does qualify for, like, degrees of murder yeah. for sure. Um, the investigation has pretty much stalled, and the victims have appealed to the UN and the greater international community to establish an independent investigation. No responsibility has been established. Much of the area is still destroyed. And donated reconstruction funds are not being redistributed. Bro. Uh, since the explosion, Lebanon's currency has lost 95% of its value. Holy shit. The U.S., where everyone was freaking out about 8% inflation in June, Lebanon had 210% in June. Holy fuck. Uh, according to the World Bank, Bank, Lebanon is facing one of the world's worst economic crises in the last 150 years. And over 75% of the country is struggling with food insecurity how that you, is a fucking miserable end to a really sad story how do you recover from something like that like i, I mean the thing was lebanon wasn't in a good place and the now like they basically just won't you know it doesn't really like lebanon as we know it with that government is not gonna fix anything they're gonna be toppled for yeah sure. like, i i don't understand i how they aren't rebuilding. I, I mean, and part of Lebanon's problems is, is that they are propped up by, if I remember this correctly, Iran, because Hezbollah fights Israel a lot. And as, so Iran uses Lebanon to stage proxy attacks against Israel. And oh, Israel, shit. you know, will, like, do strikes on Lebanon territory against, like, Iranian militias and shit like that. Like, I mean, it's basically, you know... Th- it's just in between an Iraq a hard place and nobody wants to get involved in like helping and it's just failing. It's a failing state and it's like it's kind of insane to be that's, happening. Yeah, that's pretty fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, I know. I feel bad about this story. I, I when I started it I was like, well, maybe there's like a hopeful story yeah, for like recovery. A silver lining or something. And like I was like, that. fuck man, it's just like rocked their shit, you know? Like yeah. this was the worst it could be. This is very sad. Yeah, that is so, fucking sad. Sorry, that's very heartbreaking. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a weird, insane disaster. Yeah, too. Um, and it's it's one of those things that it's like we look at it now and we're just it's like how could you not see that storing twenty eight hundred tons of explosives in a in a a non climate controlled warehouse was gonna go well? Like I, I don't know. I just don't. I mean, I just don't get. Like, I understand in this corrupt state, they told them what happened, what was going on, and, like, they didn't do anything about it. And I'm like, why? Like, did you just think nothing will nothing ever was happen? Good. Yeah, and it's one of those things that it's like, I get, like, like you said, it's a corrupt state, but also, wouldn't you want to 
make sure there was no attention drawn towards you as much as possible so you could keep doing the shitty things you wanted to do like but then you see with how the investigation turned out that it doesn't matter if the attention's turned on yeah that's true that's true so it's kind of like the end game for uh, america for fascists take over do whatever we want cronyists who are like imagine that fucking California, the super California flood happening while Trump is in president or was in the White House. Like, do you think you would have helped him? No. Fuck no. No. Fuck no. Imagine that. You know, they can't rebuild after something like that if they didn't get the help. And you know, not them not helping him. Him not helping his fucking. You know, cult would be like, "That's right. That's what you get for being in a blue state." And you know, blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Yeah. Even yeah. though California has the most Republicans of any state in the whole country, yeah, yeah, I I joke about which they like, never get. I joke about like California breaking off into the sea and you know being like, well, Californians need a bath, but you know, obviously that's a joke. That if something that devastating would happen, like you would just, I mean, how would you as a common person even help? Like, how would you like? Yeah, yeah, I it, I would, I don't know, it'd be heartbreaking to see that happen in real time in today's day as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was just no good news for the Lebanese yeah, people. Dude. I was like, that sucks. That fucking sucks. Yeah. That uh uh And most people in Lebanon live in Beirut. Like it's it's the city itself is the primary concentration of their population. Those are some fucking I mean I don't know. I think uh I think those people living through that and living through the, the you know, economical crisis they're going through and their corrupt government and stuff like that. It's just like, how do you guys have, like, stay hopeful? Like, I just, like, I For a city? Yeah. For a 5,000-year-old city. Yeah, and I I lose... It's just crumbling at the end, you know? It it, seems insane. Yeah, seeing your, you know, where you grew up and where, you know, you have your family just topple and, and, like you said, crumble. Like, it's got to be, like, one of the most heartbreaking things you can witness in real time um that's a really shitty ending to that i, w- I wish they would have gotten some kind Sorry. of like at some... least at least a bunch of countries stopped storing ammonia yeah in, that's in true a big fucking you know, warehouse the, the safety precautions that were paid for by blood paid for in yeah, blood yeah 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 so, so mine, what's, it, tell me about yours mine does anybody is, die no yes. nobody dies yes sweet so mine is is like i said it's like rate review and subscribe yeah rate review and subscribe download do whatever you want send us mail snacksmaxmail at gmail.com uh and or at me on twitter or hit up the pod or the instagram yeah or send a handwritten letter to my p.o box we'll read it on the air um do you you have your p.o box listed somewhere uh you can find my p.o box on my instagram in my bio or it is uh, P.O. Box four four two one three seven Lawrence Kansas six six zero four four. Send us a handwritten letter. We'll cherish it forever. Um, so mine, like I said, mine is like the fire fest of internet creators. So I'm going to be covering. I don't know if you said that on the podcast. Oh, did I not? Oh, okay. Before, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did talk before. Mine is the fire fest of YouTube, basically. Um, yeah. So I'm going to be covering Tanacon. And I thought about covering uh, DashCon, which is was basically TumblrCon. It's where that really hair, like that really sad picture of the small ball pit you see on the internet and stuff like that. Like if you've seen people like show to Photoshop like a picture of a ball pit into like a really bad event, that comes from DashCon. 
um, because it was like TumblrCon and it was a super terrible event. And they had this ball pit that was the size of like my office where we record the podcast. It was like that big. And they were like, we'll raffle off an extra hour in the ball pit. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this? It was the only attraction in there. Uh, but there just wasn't like a ton of information on that of like what went wrong and like drama besides it just being a shitty con. So I was like, you know what? I'll cover TanaCon and we'll see. Okay. Uh, we'll see. So, uh, we'll, you know, it's got more juicy deets. So, um, I'm, I got my sources from, uh, article from the verge, New York, NY mag and YouTube, uh, Tana, Tana, uh, how do you say her last name? Hold on. Let me, let me, uh, Tana, her M O G E A U Magu. M O G E A U M O N G E A U. I remember watching her video. She says it. And then I totally blanks out of my mind. Tana Mangu, I think. Maybe. Oh, I see it. Tana Moog. Manga. <laughs> Tana Manga. We're just gonna call her Tana. Okay, that's you know. Yeah, yeah. let's call, just her, call Tana. her Tana. I don't want to butcher Tana her last Mongo? name. I think Tana Mongo. Mongo. Right? I think Mongo might be it. Um. So, this TanaCon was a response to VidCon. Um, Six million followers. On yeah, she's right yeah she's very popular. Never heard of this. Person. So. Um, this, uh, also Shane Dawson put out like a, like when he did, did his revival of like actually doing multiple part series of interviews with people. He covered this. I don't, I, I watched the video a long time ago before all that shit came out about him. Um, but I didn't go and rewatch it. I watched Tana's like explanation of what happened. And then, oh, okay. uh, um, and then for, I've got my information from other articles. So Dude, uh, I'm just looking at her Instagram right now. I just I don't understand why people follow this. Like what are they getting from this? I don't know. You know what I, I mean? Don't know. What 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 does it well, do for so them? So she she started off as like a YouTuber. Like like YouTube, but she did like rant videos and stuff like that, and that's how she got her following. So I would imagine all of her Instagram followers now are like fans of her YouTube content, you know, getting a peek into her daily life, stuff like that. And also oh, some yeah, people daily just, life. yeah, yeah. Daily life. And yeah. Also some people sure. just like to live vicariously through other people, I suppose. Uh, but I mean, like what I'm confused about is most of these are like pretty well staged or posed, like essentially model pics. Yeah. Like that's, fair. that's and, I, and I'm like, what, how are you getting, how are you getting a bit of her life? Yeah, you know? that's understandable. I don't understand. I, I, I don't that. understand it. I and I that. feel the same way about fucking Dambles area, and it's not just because she's a lady yeah. or anything. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. I, this uh, is baffling. Dambles area fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> does. Sucks. Um, all yes, right. he does. So, if you, so this TanaCon was uh, Tanamangu's response to VidCon. Um, so, if you don't know, VidCon is a convention founded by brothers Hank and John Green. And it's basically like Comic Con for YouTubers, um, and it takes place every year, I believe, in Las Vegas. So, Tana is a YouTuber or internet personality. She's got like four point five point four one million subscribers on YouTube uh, as of me writing these notes. Now, on April second, two thousand eighteen, Tana posted a video on her YouTube channel titled "Quote Why I Won't Be Attending VidCon 2018: A Rant." She goes on to talk about how in, in two thousand sixteen. 
um, she had called her manager and had asked them to let her go to VidCon. And at this time, uh, she had like one million subscribers on YouTube. So like, and in 2018, that's like a pretty de- like you're that's you're, decent. You're, yeah. you're, you're a big fucking deal. So um, she asked her manager if she can go to VidCon and be a creator at VidCon or like a featured creator or whatever. Uh, and she explained in the video that she really didn't even care about being a featured creator. She just wanted to go and attend VidCon because it was like a really like it was something she had always wanted to do. Apparently like her home life growing up wasn't great. And VidCon was always something she wanted to go to because she enjoyed, you know, she grew up on YouTube, like people like Jenna marbles and stuff like that helped her through tough times, which I totally understand. Um, but she just never had the money to do it. So she asked her manager to be like, can I go to VidCon and be a creator? If I can't, I just want to go to VidCon because I want to see, and she's friends with a lot of the YouTubers that were being featured creators or whatever at VidCon. She's like, I'll go see my friends. It's my birthday weekend. Like, I would love to go to VidCon for my birthday weekend. So she gets in contact with her managers, um, and the manager contacts VidCon, and VidCon is basically like, yeah, you know, we see the tweets about her. We see she's blowing up and stuff like that. So uh, basically they tell Tana's manager that she can – they'll set up a meet-and-greet for her at VidCon, and she can also be a featured creator. And they told – uh, Tana's manager basically so she can start promoting that she's going to be at VidCon, she's going to be a feature creator, blah, 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 blah. We'll have her meet and greet, so start promoting that she's going to be there. So then the day of the lineup drops, and she is not on it. Um, and she's not a featured creator. Her name's not anywhere on the fly or anything like that. So uh, she goes on to say that she's really bummed about it, like her fans are upset about it. Uh, is that how they announced it? Like, they, they tell her by just fucking releasing the lineup? Yeah, and that she's not going to be on it. Even though they told her manager, That's allegedly, ruthless. now granted, this is Tana's retelling of this event. So, I don't know, I you know, I don't see... They really did her fucking dirty on this. Like like I said, okay. a lot of the story is this back explanation of how this went down. So, um, <clears throat> the lineup drops, she's not on it, and she, like I said, she's bummed, her fans are bummed, uh, but she said she was in the mindset of, like, fuck it, I'm still gonna go, because VidCon has been something that she's always dreamed of going to, and, you know, meeting her own favorite creators, who are also her friends, so, mm-hmm. um, she shows, so the weekend comes, and it's also her birthday weekend, like, she wants to go spend her birthday oh, in okay. Vegas, like, at VidCon. A recipe for a good time. Yeah, uh, really, so, um, so she shows up to Vegas, and uh, I think that's where Vid. I'm pretty sure that's where VidCon is. I don't really give a fuck, honestly. But um, so she gets to her hotel, and she talks about how she had to get like a shady Motel Six, you know, because VidCon didn't make her a feature creator, so they didn't pay for her hotel or anything like that. Um, so she gets her own hotel. She's, um, you know, settles in, and one of her friends, who is a feature creator at VidCon, hits her up. <clears throat> excuse me and is like hey you want to come to my hotel it's the hotel that vidcon has put us up at and we can get ready for the convention together she's like yeah of course so she goes to this hotel and it's basically like again like i said it's the hotel where all the creators are at and like the yeah. convention is at so like there are going to be fans there trying to see their favorite creator so as soon as she walks into the lobby, she's immediately mobbed by, like, hundreds of people asking for oh. pictures, asking for autographs, stuff like that, because she is a very well-known creator at this point. 
And what an you know, experience. yeah. And she's like, and the she describes it. She was like, I loved it. It was like, you know, I finally got to meet my fans for the first time. It felt great. I was taking pictures with everybody. Like I was signing things for people. And as she's doing this, security comes up and pulls her away into a, another like private office, and is basically like, um, you know what you're doing is like what's going on like blah 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 and she's like oh this is who i am like i'm a blah 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 i'm just trying to get up to my friend's room uh who is a feature creator to get ready for the con and um they're like oh okay well if you're a featured creator you can use the back hallways that feature creators use um um and you can go into the creator lounge blah 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 yeah and she's like okay well i'm not um I'm not a feature creator, you know, so I, and so since she's not a feature creator, they won't let her use those things, but they were getting yeah. upset because they were like, you're causing an issue. Like this is a fire hazard, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it is. It, no, I, I agree. It, it is. is, but it's like, yeah. what do you, it, it, the whole story is like, what do you want her to do? Like, you're not going to like mad at her for being famous yeah. in front of and, people and, and like, not let her up? use the amenities for the famous people and like cause more of an issue. Like it, dude, it's, it's a story. But if she had been put on the list or whatever, this wouldn't have been, this would not have been an a issue. problem. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. So like they told her she was going to do it supposedly. Um, so she basically says, I'm not a feature creator. And they're like, okay, go up to your friend's room or get the fuck out. Like you can't be causing this much chaos. You need to get to where you're going or you need to leave the premises. So she's like, okay, cool. I'm sorry. She goes up to her friend's room. They get ready. And them and a few other big creators are finally like, all right, let's go. So they go to the convention. They go, once they get onto the actual, the, the convention area, the same things happen. They're getting mobbed, you know, asking for photographs, autographs. Um, security comes up and it's like, oh, you guys have your creator badges. You can go to the creator lounge, blah, 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 blah. But then they pull Tana aside and are like, we already told you once, you know, you didn't get picked. That's what it is. You're not a feature creator. Stop causing this issue. And she's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Like, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so she's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Like, you're not going to let me go backstage or anything and have this privacy that you want me to have so I don't cause these issues, but you don't want people to come up and ask me, like, it's one of those things that's like, what are you supposed to do? Like, you're, are you supposed to just yeah. leave? Like, I'm so, like, why are you even asking me? Yeah, like, exactly. Don't fuck yourself. Yeah. This is not your problem. Yeah, and also, really. like, if I'm not a feature creator, then I'm just a convention goer, and I'm sorry that, like, I'm a popular convention goer. Like, I, I don't know how you want me to mitigate this issue. So... Like I said at the time, Tana's not a small creator. She has like 1.5 million subscribers. And again, in 2018, that's like, you know, that's a fucking big deal. So, is that not a big deal now? Well, it, it, it you, no, it still YouTube is. Inflation? No, so it still is a big deal, but like, you know, old, you, the YouTube channels nowadays have like 17 million subscribers, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. 1.5 yeah, yeah. million is still like, you're the top 0.1%. Um, yeah, but okay. like, you know, YouTube inflation. Um, So basically, they're like, you need to get the fuck out. Um, You need to get out of here, blah, 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 blah. Like, you can't be doing this here. Like, you're causing a a hazard. And she she was like, okay, fine, I'll leave. Because she said she didn't want to protest because she had a panel that her network had set up the next day. So she just went back to her hotel and, like, called it a loss for the night sure yeah fuck it stop fighting yeah exactly so the next day it's her birthday she's getting ready to go to this panel she gets to vidcon same thing happens 
because she doesn't have a feature creator pass, so she can't go use the exclusive walk hallways to to shield her from the audience. Um, so the same thing happens. Uh, dude, the facility at this point is just failing. Dude, like, yeah. Fucking uh, oh, 100%. Overpass, idiot. Get, you are being an idiot. Yeah. So, what a bad look. Um, basically, uh, she goes to this panel, and they won't let her backstage, so she has to walk through the crowd to get up there. They do the panel, and all the other creators that were featured, that were on the panel... The security is like, all right, you guys go backstage, you know, go behind the curtain so you can exit safely. And they won't let Tana go backstage and exit. So she's like, he's like, you don't have a feature creator badge. You can't go back there. And she's like, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you, what do you jump into the crowd? Yeah. So what she did is she like went and sat in the crowd to watch the rest of the panel. And then it started again. Um, you know, people, autographs, pictures, this, that, and the other. So security comes and grabs her. They yell at her. Then this lady dude, named... these guys are fucking good. Dude, dude. Um, so then this lady... Excuse me. Uh, Laura Chernikoff walks up and bitches her out and is like, you know what? I don't give a fuck who you are. You're not a feature creator. You're causing all these fucking issues. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, my name is Laura. I'm VidCon CEO. Um, and she's basically like, you need to fuck off or we're going to ban you for life. She's like, okay, uh, then I'll fuck off. So this goes on for like three years, like two, this was two or two or three VidCons in a row. This happens. Uh, this whole thing went down the first time, so she went again. She didn't. She wasn't a feature creator. Same thing happens, uh, and basically, it, the the whole thing ends with the last time this happens. Um, she basically they told her she was going to be a featured creator again. They told her she was going to be a feature creator and made promises to her, promote this, promote that, this, that, and the other. She was also a part of this TV series on YouTube Red at the time that they were going to premiere the first episode at VidCon. So basically, they had her face plastered all over the uh, all over the, the building, big billboards of her face hanging from the front of the building, and uh-huh. the lineup comes out, and she's not a fucking featured creator. So, dude, yeah. So, um, the same thing happens. It's it's a whole debacle because uh, the the video she put out was an hour and eighteen minutes long. So I I wasn't trying to put the entirety of what happened, but uh, I'm trying to paraphrase a little bit more. So the same thing happens again. She goes to VidCon because her fucking show is premiering, and she's got all these like interviews, photo shoots, stuff that she needs to do, um, and. One of the big issues that happened the first time this whole shit went down, the one I just told you about, they uh, that Laura Chernikoff girl escorted Tana off the premises with security to an SUV to take her back to her hotel so she wouldn't be on the premises. And all her fans, like, gathered around, and one of them, like, they were, like, banging on the glass, like, you know, being, like, oh, free shit. Tana, and shattered one of the glass doors. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so... Um, at that point, it'd be so tempting to just like, like I'm gonna start a riot. Like, all right, fuck them up, guys. Spit up They're a riot. Let's up. go, dude. Rip it up, guys. Yeah, let's go. Destroy everything. So I just start screaming, <laughs> like, help me, fans, <laughs> help me. <laughs> so this last, uh, so this last time this is happening, basically, she has kept her mouth shut about this whole entire thing because she's like, I don't want to cause any problems. Like, this has happened like two years in a row where they tell me I'm going to be a featured creator, but I'm not. So like. 
what the fuck's the issue. But why is that happening? Dude, I don't yeah. So she has to go to VidCon because, you know, like I said, that show is premiering. She's got interviews, she's got panels, she has to do all that stuff. And she gets there and they also were gonna do an escape room. Um, like her and the cast of the the show were gonna do an escape room and stuff like that. And Basically, same thing happens. She's getting mobbed by people because she can't use the backstage access, blah, 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 blah. Um, security is like, you need to fucking chill out. Like, this is your fault. You're doing this. And she's she basically tells them, like, just make me a featured creator. Like, just give Good me the idea. badge so I can go backstage and not cause these issues. And they're like, well, you didn't get picked. And this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> um, and so they're doing this escape room. And... Uh, she, the new CEO, hold on, let me clear my throat. The new CEO of VidCon basically comes up and is like, you need to get the fuck out. You need to get off the premises, blah, 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 oh blah. Oh, my God. And she's what like. What is there, like, company functions, like, if you see Tana, be a dick Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Uh, and so she's like, like, what do you mean? Like, I have to do this escape room with these fans. And she turns to these girls out of there and we're like, you know. And Tana basically tells them, like, you promoted me being here you used my image to sell tickets to this place i sold you know thousands and thousands of tickets for people to come see me but you're telling me i need to get out now because you don't want to make me a featured creator and these girls that were fans were going to do the escape room with her she turns and she's like would you guys even come if i wasn't here and the girls were like no we only bought tickets because we wanted to see you um so you know Basically, they were just using Tana's image as much as they could, and then it seems like I illegal. Don't know, illegal. I don't know. It's, yeah, it seems it feels wrong as fuck. Yeah, it seems super. Like, don't illegal. put my fucking face up. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, me? put my. If you're not gonna give me shit for it, literally, her face was fucking on the front of the building. So like, she talked about like when she would like go to like her interviews or her panels they wouldn't let her in and she would be like, look, this is the panel. This is my name. This is who I am. I need to be in there. And they'd be like, all right, sure. Why not? Or like to get in, like to get into certain areas, she would be like, look at the fucking billboard on the front of the building. That's me. Like I, that is my face. I, I need to get in here. And they would eventually let her in anyways. So she, the CEO is like, do this fucking escape room, whatever, like, this won't be the last you hear from me. Cause she was like trying to explain to him what was going yeah. on. And he was like, yeah. he, she explained everything. And he was like, Oh, I was on my walkie talkie. So I didn't listen to a thing you said, nor do I care. Um, you were causing issues, this, that, and the other. And then eventually he was like, do the fucking escape room. This is not the last you're going to be seeing of me. So, um, she does the escape room, blah, 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 blah. So what happens basically is he comes and grabs her again uh, I can't remember which day it was, comes and grabs her again and is like, you need to fucking leave. Get the fuck out of here. Like, you're banned from the premises. And she's leaving with all these cops and everything and, like, that are writing trespass citations against her, allegedly. Um, and she's basically like, hey, like, just, like, I've worked so fucking hard to be here. Like, I have fought for this. Like, blah, 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 blah. What happens is he ends up going, bringing her upstairs, and I think a friend of hers as well, and there's a bucket full of featured creator badges, and he just pulls one out, writes her name on it, and is like, here. He's like, Oh, uh, was it that hard? He was, was like, it so hard. Yeah, he was like, she was like, Yeah, this is the only time he showed like a shred of like 
empathy towards me because she told she said that he said something along the lines of like, "Oh, I've never seen someone fight this hard for something, and you have very much fought to be a featured creator. So you you're need to fight. you're the first VidCon honorary featured creator." And it's like, bro, all of this could have been fucking. Yeah, yeah. Never happened. If you would have just so weird, even if you didn't make her a featured creator on the initial lineup. When you saw that these fans were here for her, she was getting mobbed, blah, 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 blah. Just give her a fucking laminate. You don't have to pay for a hotel. You don't have to, you know, she'll, she's in already in some of the panels. It's literally as easy as what he did is giving her a badge so she can use the backstage areas and go into the creator lounge and stuff like that. I just, I this, was... This sounds like um, the a delicious setup for what I heard you say, TanaCon earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I could yeah. So um, basically, again, they are. I think so. I think that was two years that that had happened to her. So the third year, um, in 2018, she is told again that she is going to be a featured creator. Now, Tana is like, I'm not going to promote that I'm going to be there because they might do the same shit they did to me two years in a row and say I am, and then I'll promote it, and then I'm not. So. Yeah. Um, lineup comes out. She's not on it. She's not a featured creator. So, in response to this, she decides to throw her own event called TanaCon, and it turns out to be With a blackjack like, yeah, and yeah, hookers. Yeah, <laughs> it turns out to be a fucking disaster. So. A precursor to this being a train wreck is an interview she did with Forbes promoting the event where she said she planned the entire event over the course of 40 or, quote, maybe 30 days. Uh, She said she had absolutely nothing planned in the beginning and that she was a pretty last-minute person. Uh, I mean, same, but... not a good way to run an event. So she also had said in the interview, quote, but my... uh, Which I thought, which I think is quite delicious... Quote, but it's my name. It's Tanacon. And if something bad happens, bad security or whatever, it's on me. So I've been putting uh, my heart and soul into making this the best I can, which is just like, uh-oh. Like, that is not not good. So You're really putting your name on yeah, this one. <laughs> yeah. So another big red flag is that Tanacon, uh, Tana promoted this, this Tanacon as a free event. So you could register for free tickets for like $1.00. And then you could actually pay $65 for a VIP pass. Uh, And what came with that was that you would get get a free gift bag. You would get meet and greets with your favorite creator because they had like Shane Dawson and a bunch of other people there. And you'd be able to 65 bucks. Yeah. For 65 bucks. And you would give back 2018 margins. I know. And so they'd be able to skip the lines uh, and have first like skip the line to get in. You'd have first dibs on panels and stuff like that. Um, so another issue is that Tana decided to host TanaCon on the very same dates as VidCon, June 22nd to 23rd, 2018. And if I remember correctly, they were like kind of right next to each other as well. I forgot to look that up, but I'm pretty sure they were very close to each other as far as a uh, site goes. Um, so the first day comes, it's already a fucking disaster. So the night before, uh, which was another little, like, ding, 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 this might not go well. The night before the first day, they moved registration from 8 a.m. to 6 a.m. Um, and in the morning, fans begin lining up at the Anaheim Marriott Suites Hotel. Oh, here I have it, yeah. At the Anaheim Marriott Suites Hotel, which was next door to the Anaheim Convention Center where VidCon was being held. 
So they were like walking next to, door. Next door, yeah. Kind of a bold move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind bold of a bold move, move. Yeah. So I'm even, gonna do my own right next, right next to, door. on top of them. And a free no. event nonetheless. So So even though registration was at six AM, people actually didn't end up getting into the building until like nine AM. And thousands upon thousands of people showed up. Um, so the event space held 5,000, and according to Tana, uh, the event had initially sold 4,200 tickets, but an alleged 20,000 people showed up to this event, um, which is uh, a, lot. a lot of fucking people, you know? So those stuck outside in the blistering sun, this line wrapped f- as far as the eye can see. There was no shade. There was no food or water being handed out there like a ton of people suffered from heat exhaustion a lot of people got severe sunburns that resulted in like second degree burns uh which is fucking insane uh another that's a dude yeah that is fucking brutal so another shitty part was that there was no vip line that you could get in early with that there was what were they getting charged for? They just didn't. It didn't exist. Like they, they, you showed up and you had to get in line with everybody who had the free tickets. Um, even though they were promised, they would get first access to the venue. Uh, but again, no VAP line, and so they're just waiting in line with everybody else who's holding their free ticket. This really is firefest, dude. This yeah, zero yeah. planning. So um, that being said, I want to say I don't give a. I kind of don't give a fuck about people. Standing in a line in a city who can't manage to cover their skin or drink water. That's fair. I'm like, dude. Uh, I guess I. I you what know, the fuck? I under- like, not every company can take care of every stupid moron who can't fucking, like, wipe their ass. I get that, for but 10 I hours also, you know, when it comes to. I don't know. When it comes to an event like this, you, I, I, I personally wouldn't expect to stand in line for, like, some people were in line for, like, nine hours. So like I and personally I'm, wouldn't okay. expect, but if but if I was stuck in line for like four hours, I'd be like, I'm good. I don't want I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah that's I'm my thing. Out. I'm like, you burned yourself at nine hours. Like, no, yeah. you could have left. You should have left. But again, you also, left. you know, to play devil's advocate, I get the mindset that they came to this city specifically for this. If they did, if they yeah. came to the city, yeah. then yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, I get which that. is the case for most people who were attending the event. So the VIP bags people were promised, uh, the people got, they were promised to be worth quadruple the price of the VIP ticket. But when the VIP guests received, yeah, I know. When the VIP guests received them, inside was only, I think, a wristband, a couple stickers, and a Tanacon branded condom. Uh, condom yeah. wow which i was like really that's weird where, that's weird what you went choice with. out of all that um so about like i said twenty thousand people showed up to TanaCon, which i can is imagine, that real that that is 20, the, that is the number i saw which well i think part of it is that people who were at vidcon no. also saw that TanaCon was happening next door and that was a free event so they tried to go to that as well. I don't know. I from what I mean, I'm on some random fucking site right now because I was looking at Tana's uh, net worth, um, and I, I was scrolling past her N word controversy. Uh, yeah. I don't want to get into that one, 
but it said, despite Mongo- Mongo's association, that over 20,000 fans attempted to attend the event. Only four to 5,000 people showed up at most, and the Marriott Hotel could not even hold that many. Oh, she said the uh, she said the the venue's capacity was five thousand. That's the number I saw everywhere. But I guess it must have been much lower. Oh, uh, I mean, but even if it, well, I mean, it sounds like she was lying a little bit because because well, this this video would have been post- yeah, I see, I see it now, forty five hundred to five thousand at most. Um, but I mean, I do agree that a lot of VidCon people probably yeah did, yeah yeah. I mean, it, it's still a shitload of people. So redacted yeah. twenty thousand, Tana, you lied. Thousands uh, and thousands. You lied to me. Uh, but thousands of people showed up. So um, that four forty five hundred to five thousand people showed up to TanaCon, and it quickly became a disaster. People who actually got in were into the event space were immediately let down. The entire convention area was made up of like two hallways and one concert hall of all of which were bare had no decorations there were no vendors there were like a handful of tables and chairs for people to set at and that's about it uh there were no creators walking around like had been promised uh none okay the only event i saw that actually happened was tana married to concert like married like two uh, event goers got married and she officiated the wedding that's the only actual event I saw happen or could see that happened. Jesus. This yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, this reeks of last minute yeah. bullshit. Oh, 100%. And so, but like, it was, this was an idea she wrote on a post-it note and did the bare minimum to achieve it. Yeah. I mean, but kind of no, because you didn't have any content creators. Yeah. And there. she was like, and so there were content creators there, but she had said they would be walking around meeting people and stuff like that. And that's not what was happening. Um, and, uh, I part of the interview where she was talking about when she planned this, she was like, you know, I'm involved in all of the planning, even down to what color the cups are, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it doesn't sound there like... There were no yeah, cups. Yeah, there were no <laughs> cups. Um, so, like I said, there are no creators walking around like they had been promised. The panels that the VIP program were promised early access to didn't go as planned either. Uh, apparently, they didn't announce this to people or it wasn't widely known that to get into the early access VIP part of the panel, you had to sign in online or something of that nature, which wasn't really told to anybody. So the panel just filled up with regular attendees, you know, quickly. And and people who paid for the VIP passes didn't really get their early access. This is a hot little scam. Yeah, dude. She ran a a tight scam. That's pretty brutal. (laughs) So as people waited outside in the blistering sun, the inside of the venue slowly filled up past capacity. Uh, Security at the venue eventually started asking people to leave due to it being overcrowded and being a safety concern and fire hazard, which is ironic because Tana got kicked out of VidCon for a safety concern or a fire hazard. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which, again, was not her fault, but still... Uh, so eventually, the venue shuts the entire event down altogether. Like they're like, "Nope, this is not. This isn't going how we planned. This is poorly planned. Uh, there are no safety precautions in place for this amount of people. Like we're done. It's not happening." So Tana went smart. On, yeah. Oh it's, yeah. It's actually no, absolutely smart. Responsible and smart on their part. Like if some someone if like a fire breaks out, bro. Like. You're fucking done. You're the yeah. yeah. You're gonna be on this the next episode of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Tana went on to tweet that day two would be moved to a new venue that was, quote, within minutes away from this one and holds an extra 5,000 people and will do a, be doing a free show with some very special guests. Things were still up in the air, though. Uh, the fans had no clue what was going on or where this new event center was, and even the creators at the event had no clue what was happening, some of them even going as far as to tweeting out, like, I was supposed to have a uh, a panel on day two of TanaCon at 3 p.m. Is that still happening? Like, trying to get answers on Twitter from people, even though they're going to be ones the holding this panel. So, unfortunately... The event was outright shut down, and the organizers of the event, uh, a company called Good Times, announced on Twitter that a refund would be issued to ticket holders, stating, quote, Due to an overwhelming and unexpected response of over 15,000 unregistered guests arriving to the venue Friday morning, unfortunately, uh, uh, inclusivity to everyone became a safety hazard for the exact people we wanted to accommodate. Our team has worked around the clock to find a solution to accommodate everyone safely and fairly, but at this point in time, there is no way to continue our weekend at TanaCon, as is without risking the safety of all of our feature creators, which is our number one priority. <clears throat> so the next day... Uh, what a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Bunch of much. bullshit. And so, she's like, you know, you guys really forced my hand. There yeah. was too <laughs> much love, and I have to shut it down. Too I'm much like, of nah, a Nah, you vibe. just didn't do anything yeah, for the you event. you didn't plan properly. So the next day after the day one disaster, Tana goes in to an interview stating, quote, I take full responsibility and, quote, I shouldn't have fucking thrown a convention in two months. It was dumb and compulsive, but I wanted to make a change in the industry and create a better place. Uh, all in all, TanaCon was... Impulsive, yeah. and I want to change the industry. Yeah, yeah. Pick one, yeah. man. <laughs> fucking A. It all, takes work. All in all, TanaCon was a fucking disaster that went down in YouTube and content creator history. Um, I think, like, I, I think her heart was in the right place. Like, you know, she... She really like VidCon really did her fucking dirty. They did her yeah. really, really dirty. And she wanted I just to, sounds like she just wanted to sap their pay. Yeah, I, yeah, I think just, so it's too. Such a, I yeah. was like, if you really wanted to stun on them, do it. So like, make an event. That so would be sick. Hank Green, when uh, when Tana released the video, uh, or I'm sorry, when the Shane Dawson thing came out, where he interviewed Tana. And, like, it was a three-part series on TanaCon and what had happened and, and stuff like that. Um, the co-founder, Hank Green, had, uh, I believe... So, there's an article by Tube Filter that says, After Shane Dawson got to the bottom of the TanaCon brouhaha over the course of a three-part YouTube series and revealed that refunds are in route, which... I th I think, yeah, that, that three-part series did happen. And Todd, I feel like this shit is, like, way... like early 2000s but this yeah, was like it's not. four or five years ago yeah yeah i'm like yeah it's it's crazy to me so um vidcon co-founder hank green has weighed in with an apology for the events uh belligerent founder tana moog basically um goes on to say that she established TanaCon because vidcon mistreated her and by having her attend without you know and it was also a safety hazard for her to be there without the extra security of being a featured creator because it's like, what if somebody like wanted to hurt her or something like that? They had easy access to her like that. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about that too. Yeah. Um, so 
Hank Green goes on to address, like, what, you know, basically what had happened. And he says, quote, we were being conservative because of some things that Tana had done and said in the past. But we should have either had her had her there or not. Not that shitty in-between thing. And he yeah. wrote this in a comment on the, the YouTube series from Shane Dawson. Um, and he goes on to say, I'm not saying... Uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Hold on one second. Um, so Chana says, I'm not saying, oh, Chanacon is all my fault, but I think it's important to recognize we make mistakes regardless of the mistakes other people made. He then says, um, I will abs- I, while I absolutely am fine with Tana coming for VidCon, I remain very frustrated that she called out individual people, especially when those people were just doing their jobs in a difficult situation that I put them in. Uh, and yeah. trying to keep attendees Agreed. safe. Yeah. Does um, so she like name and shame those security people? So the the main person she called out was um, Laura Cherkinoff. I think that's what her name was. I said her name earlier. She was basically the first issue they had uh, the first time Tana went to VidCon. Yeah, yeah. She was the, the, the CEO that walked up and was like, I don't give a fuck who you are. Get the fuck out. We're going to do this, blah, 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 blah. The second guy who said he was the CEO and was like, oh, sorry, I was on my walkie-talkie. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. Um, she said she couldn't remember her name or his name. But apparently Laura was like such a terrible, you know, terrible, shitty person to Tana that she remembered all their their entire conversation, this, that, and the other. And like I get it, you know, I can see you being frustrated that she came out with a name for the person that was just trying to do their job. But it's also like you got to have, you know, if you are a CEO of supposed this event, you need to have some kind of tactfulness and professionalism. And yeah, understanding yeah. that like, it's not like Tana is wanting this to happen. She, it, no fuck. She doesn't have a fucking choice. Like, and also she has every right to be there like anyone else like you i mean beyond that's true like that that's the thing that was pissing me off about this i'm like what an outrageous thing to fucking just say yeah you know what i mean like she can be at the fucking yeah event. if she paid or if her network paid for her to be there and she has a panel there and she's doing an interview like she has every right to be there you know regardless of what you yeah. think it's kind of your fault that you know you chose not to you know you didn't have to make her a feature creator obviously but you don't want to allow her to use these special, you know, services for creators to be safe and come, you know, create a safe environment strictly because she doesn't have a fucking laminate. That was the whole reason. They're like, you don't have a laminate, you yeah. can't go back there. I it's mean, like, and it, everything would have just been easier to just yeah, give it to exactly. Her. Like, and baffling. like, like I said, just be like, you. I mean, we're not going to pay for your hotel. We're not going to pay for this. Blah blah blah. But you can have the laminate so you can use backstage and the creator lounge and stuff like that. But they didn't even do that. It, it seemed like one of those things where someone is like just doubling down and is like, you're fucking, I'm right. You're wrong. Stop causing problems. And you know, not wanting to come to some kind of compromise. Yeah. Yeah. But that is Tanacon. Pretty low stakes. Yeah. Low overall. stakes. Yeah. Like, you I know, I mean, Firefest was like, Oh yeah. Firefest kind of was a people. like multi-million dollar scam. And, it and, was... and like people could have gotten really hurt being yeah. on these like islands and with what the fuck ever was going on. Exactly. exactly. But also in a completely different place than fucking. The yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like they're in the middle of the city. 
you know, they love a YouTuber so much that they just burn themselves yeah, and yeah. shriveled like a, and, a fucking raisin on the sidewalk. But I mean, like, at least they're in the city. That's and it, yeah, yeah. Like there, there's emergency services fucking around the corner, basically, and there were yeah. emergency services at VidCon, so they would have you know staff on it, you know, if they needed help. I don't know. I thought it was a breath of fresh air from it is. the fucking no one died at death all. and mayhem that person. we've been covering. Yeah, and it was just one of those things that's like, it was just bad news bears all around. They shouldn't have treated Tana like that. And also, and I understand Hank Green being like, you know, she's had some controversy in the past of being problematic, so we weren't sure if we actually wanted her to be there. But again, you know, it should have been like, either you're coming or you're not. Like, that's what it is. It's not... Wait. So, like, the Hank Green was in charge the of The Hank Green. Hank and John Green, the brothers, yeah. Uh, the oh. Hank Green created VidCon. Because they were like, John... Oh. It's funny, because John Green got his, like, really big following, from what I understand, on Tumblr. Like, he was a big Tumblr yeah. user. And then Hank Green, you I know... I mean, Andy was an author. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, Tumblr, did I but... say... But he was... <laughs> No, he. What do you mean? He wrote fucking no, I a know. bunch of I best know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, he did. He did. He was active on Tumblr, which yeah. I remember being a big deal. I yeah. thought there was some kind of controversy with that too. With like he did something or something like that to where he kind of like stepped out of the spotlight for a while because some shit went down on Tumblr with him. Um, I, I I'll have to look it. into that. And, I didn't really read his it. shit. I, yeah, I don't follow Yeah, no, me neither. I, it's like I think I follow Hank Green on TikTok because he's huge now, but like. Even then, I don't really watch his videos, to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, they were, you know, they were early. I, I say early because I think this is early 2000s, but it's like fucking five years ago, maybe. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so they were the creators. That was good. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we covered something not horrible, smoother. Yeah, yeah, not. I fun. think from what I was reading. Oh, I mean, I guess New York Mag also called out that twenty thousand. Yeah, but that's what see, that's why I was like. I, I'm. I didn't understand her thing. Uh, I don't really get it. I guess she made a little bit of music, uh, too. I, I just don't like understand her content. I need to figure out what her videos are and whatever. From what? Because I understand she is like now at least she's more of like a, a vlogger, like a lifestyle vlogger. For I, I've never watched her videos besides that one that I watched for this. From what I gathered, she used to make YouTube videos of, like, rants and stuff like that, complaining about things. Um, and now she, like, her most recent video that was one month ago is go on a date with me and my toxic ex-boyfriend. How to take care how many, of your face like a pro. Um, how many views does it have? Oh, she, yeah, that go on a date with me and my toxic ex-boyfriend, that only has 500,000 views, and that was posted a month ago. That's, That's small for her. Yeah, well, she's got 5.4 million subscribers. So, yeah, I would imagine she'd hit a million like that, you know? I was also um, a little confused because her, like, all the content I was seeing about her wasn't her Insta. And then I saw her Insta, and, like, it doesn't really even look like the same person. I was, like, yeah. very confused. Um, apparently, but, she has a show. She had a show on MTV three years ago. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, She's just make getting that bag, yeah, just fuck, wherever yeah, she can. Absolutely, yeah. I, I respect Whatever. that. Get that money, live your fucking life, bro. Like, if you are an internet personality and you can make money, she also off... fake married Jake Paul. Oh, did she really? So I'm like, I don't know. Don't uh, don't align yourself with the Jake Pauls yeah, of this world. Yeah, they're. Uh... 
he's he's awful. Yeah, he's awful. Not great. Actually, to be fair, I can't remember. There's two Paul brothers, right? Yeah, Jake and Logan. Jake and Logan. I don't yeah. know what they are. The same person to me. I don't know what individual person has done at all. I, the Logans do all. I of the think bad stuff. Logan is the one that filmed the dead body in the, the Japanese forest. Logan. Yeah, you just said Logan. Logan Paul. Um, wait, oh, yeah, Logan Paul. Oh. I think was the one that filmed the deceased person who had you know unalived themselves in the Japanese forest. And that's what got him in hot water. And then um, Jake is the dude who's super into boxing now. Um, Jake Paul played Dirk Mann on the Bizarre Vark, a, a Disney Channel series. Really? So I guess he was kind of an actor at one point. Really? Which one's the... Yeah, yes. I do remember watching an interview that like, kind of like... I don't know... Cloud, I don't want to say clouded, but kind of twitched my judgment a little bit of Logan Paul because he was on a podcast with some of these dudes, and it was about the time that Harry Styles came out in that cover photo for, I think, Vogue or something in the dress, and these dudes were like, on the podcast, these guys were like, this is what's happening, this is what's wrong with masculinity, blah, 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 and Jake Paul was like, I don't see the issue if he likes what he's wearing and he's having fun and he's representing himself. Like, what? how does that make him any less... You know, of a man. Like, he's a man. Like, that's what yeah. he's doing. And I was like, God damn. I never thought I'd be like, you know what? You're right, Logan Paul. Like, <laughs> fucking coming out with it. Uh, oh, God. I'm looking. So, I'm trying to. I'm just looking at the long Wikipedia contents for each yeah. one. Okay. Logan Paul has a suicide force controversy. Yeah, that was him. And boxing podcast and some acting and discography, I guess. And then Jake Paul has fine YouTube, Bizarre Vark, and then boxing, and then tons of controversies. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, and a little bit of filmography and discography. So I don't know. I think they're the same. I don't know. I, and I think we. I think we need to go back same. to our fandom season and cover the fucking Paulites the, the, or the whatever fucking, those the lunatics call themselves. Bro, there was a video that they posted one time. They were promoting something on their YouTube channel, and they were just zooted off the cocaine you could tell they I were just it. fucking zooted and in jake paul's defense he's into the boxing thing but he does he he's really avid about being like hey dana white you need to fucking pay your ufc fighters more because That's they're cool they're paying tw- they're getting paid twelve thousand dollars to have permanent life injuries like this is they deserve more yeah. money so i guess should be getting millions for yeah, their permanent life yeah injuries. millions for their permanent life injuries so i guess or you maybe know, <laughs> Each of them have done some okay things, but they also done some super shitty things. Yeah, we'll and to, uh, that's pretty decent way to go wrap up yeah. every coverage of YouTubers. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is very true. We do need to, we do need to revisit. Except for our, PewDiePie, he's pretty much just a bad. Yeah, movie, kind of. <laughs> I, I kind of think he is. We need to. Uh, we do need to go back and cover our fanatics and fandoms again. We're at five episodes in this season. So I don't know this half of the season. I don't know what I want to. I don't know. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about how long we want to make this and when we want yeah. to. When we want to uh, end it, we'll see. Um, this sounds is sounds good. This is running contender right now for one of our longest episodes. We're almost at two hours. Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, and I okay. Go. All right, we're gonna end it here. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Love you so much. Bye bye. <laughs>